Okay. The views and opinions expressed on the LM Radio Network solely belong to those who make them and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the LM Radio Network or our affiliates and advertisers. A little bit of Eric Clapton, cocaine. Morning, good evening, wherever you may be on the LNM Radio Network. This is the Supernatural Realm with your host, Tim Roxbury and Chip Reichenthal. Hello, Chip. Hello, Tim. You know, I got a I got a question for you. You know, because we we are without an official guest today, <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, so it's it's Tim and Chip and. Why Why the song Cocaine, when you knew that was going to happen, is beyond me, because, you know, I don't do that sort of thing. <laughs> I don't either, but it seemed like it was a fitting song before I even knew yeah, right, that right. she wasn't going to show up today. I but. mean, that said, I guess if I could snort Red Bull, I would. You know, <clears throat> That's an entirely different thing. You know? Yeah. I guess if I was in Mexico, I wouldn't want to do a radio interview either. So. <laughs> I know, right? Yes, I know. Our... <laughs> The person that we were going to have on as a guest, it turns out, is vacationing in Mexico. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, you know, if I were in Mexico, I wouldn't be doing radio interviews either. So so I can certainly understand that. And, uh, you know, hey, shout out to Mexico, by the way. Hi, Mexico. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was kind of weird, Chip, because, you know, I was, I was communicating with her and her publicist, and neither one of them communicated back, but I got an email saying they did. So it's kind of it's kind of weird, you know. Yeah, but, it's just one of those things, you know. It's kind of in the air today, weirdness, you know. Weirdness is in the air, which is really good, I think, for us because you know that's that's the, kind of the boat we ride, you know. So I'm gonna wear my weirdness with a badge of honor today. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not in Mexico, so I've got no problem doing radio, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so uh, we welcome you all to the Supernatural Realm with great Tim Roxbury hosting and and, uh, co-host and and, uh, a guest, I guess, or at least (laughs) co-guest today, (laughs) uh, Chip Reichenthal. Uh, And it's so nice to have you all listening in, you know. Uh, and we're going to just come up with stuff to talk about, uh, which should be no problem because, you know, talking is something that, you know, people say I do kind of well uh, <coughs> and a lot. You know, people say Tim does it well, too. When I, uh, when I got but, my monster. You, 
you don't have <laughs> listeners going, you know, Tim, shut up, you know, <laughs> like they do uh, when I when I talk. So, so there is that. And hey, you know, does it feel like it's a new year for you yet, brother? Yeah, it does. Cause, yeah, it cause, does to me too. Because we've been told it's going to be a good year for us, and I'm just sort of in limbo, waiting for, you know, good things to happen. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think, you know, good things are happening now. Good things are happening, I think, for everyone, you know. Yep. And you're going to just put that blanket statement out, because why not? Why not have good things happen today? You know, each and every one listening should have that thought. Yeah. Why not have why a not? great day right. today? Why not turn this kind of weird, you know, day around and make it awesome? We always have a choice to do that. You know? That's it. That's what I say just about every day, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I could get up and, and say, oh, the day's going to suck, but I don't do that because what's the point, mm-hmm. you know. I, I'm going to handle it if and when it does. That's it. That's all you can do. Yeah. Really haven't had a, a, a day I can actually qualify as sucking for quite a while. Now. Uh, the more I think about it, I can't really think of a, a day recently that just flat out sucked. How about you? Not really. Not not for a long time, actually. Right. Yeah. See, so we've got the charmed life here. <clears throat> sometimes, we can talk about it. sometimes boring is good, you know. So, yeah, no news is good news. Yeah, always. That's what I say every day when I go to the mailbox. <laughs> you know, so, no no news is good news. So no we news were good we news. yeah we were talking off the air about your guest from yesterday. Donald, she sounded pretty interesting. Oh, man, yeah, she was really good. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Oh, and uh, yes, shameless self-promotion here. Uh, each and every Monday right here on this very network, LNMRadioNetwork.com on Studio A, from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, each and every Monday, I host a show proudly called <clears throat> Kindness Beyond the Veil. And uh, <clears throat> my guest yesterday was uh, Bobby Allison. She is... Really one of the best mediums in, in the country, if not the world. You know, she's like John Edward caliber. Uh, she is a Forever Family Foundation certified medium. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with them, Timmy, or not. Uh, the Forever Family Foundation is a nonprofit organization founded by the, the two of the most wonderful people on earth, uh, Bob and Fran Ginsburg. Uh, they lost a daughter. Uh, I think a, a car accident, if I'm not mistaken. But wow. you know, it, it's a, it's. I mean, no parent wants to lose a child. I mean, they're not like pets. You know, they die after you do, or at least they're supposed to. And you know, they were just encompassed with this uh, grief. You know, deep, deep grief. You know, the poison of deep grief, as Shakespeare would say. Uh, and ultimately, they founded this organization where they seek out and test uh, the finest uh, psychic mediums or spirit mediums, if you will, uh, in the country, if not the world. Uh, their testing is rigid, um, and uh, it really separates the, the the cream of the crop from the rest. And... Um, and once these mediums get certified as being that awesome, you know, having to pass this really rigorous testing, they work with the foundation to help counsel people in, in deep grief. Wow. 
And it's, uh, yeah, really one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. You know, I think they was founded, uh, I think, in 2004, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, uh, 14 years in and uh, going on 15. Uh, right now, the president of the Forever Family Foundation is Lloyd Auerbach. Wow. Uh, who is, you know, probably the the finest parapsychologist in the world. And, and a friend of mine, I'm very proud to say. Uh, Bob and Fran Ginsburg, also friends of mine. Very proud to say that. Um, and yeah, I'm a member uh, for every family foundation. But I mean, if you think about it, you know, mediumship is grief counseling taken to the next level, you know, because, you, you know, not only do you have an opportunity to hear from your lost loved ones, but you get to see in real time, um, their thoughts, their attitude, you know, the, and, and uh, very unique ways to, to f- discover that it is indeed that, that person that you're talking to, because these mediums, especially if they're as good as Bobby Allison is, you know, can come up with things that no one outside of the family would know, you know, something they couldn't find through a computer or a private investigator mm-hmm. or any of that uh, uh, type of thing. Uh, Bobby Allison is one of the Long Island mediums. Uh, she was uh, listed uh, best in New Jersey, or best in Long Island, rather, <clears throat> three years in a row. Uh, <clears throat> and her two best friends are also mediums, some of the finest mediums in the world. Laura Lynn Jackson is one. Kim Russo is the other. Uh, Kim Russo has been on TV. She had a, a series called uh, The Haunting of. Uh, dot 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 hmm. it's generally celebrities you know people uh, very famous people have had uh, uh paranormal encounters very unsettling paranormal encounters and and kim rosso would uh, f- uh talk in the voice of the the spirit that did the the haunting if you will uh so these uh uh, what, whatever celebrity is uh, that particular uh, day or, or show uh, can get past it, you know, uh, find out more. And, and oftentimes uh, these hauntings are done for specific reasons and, and reasons that you would never imagine. You know, there was one case where there was a celebrity that was haunted. I'm not going to mention who uh, that were uh, drinking a lot at the time. And the person that haunted them, it turns out, was a distant relative who died from uh, alcohol poisoning. Uh, So basically uh, did this haunting of this celebrity in order for the celebrity to kind of get scared straight, if you will, which ultimately it ended up working that way. And years later, you know, through Kim Rosso, this celebrity discovered that this, this haunting wasn't just some random thing. You know, there, there was some purpose behind it and something that you wouldn't expect because this was in a different state, you know, somewhere where that uh, the dead person never had been, you know, so there would be no reason to even think about, let alone suspect it could have been them, you know. Mm-hmm. So fascinating things. Uh, and uh, that Kim Russo show was a really good show, The the Haunting of. We're trying to actually get her on kind of... Uh, beyond the, the veil we're talking with her now she's got a book coming out april 2nd so i'm trying to get her on the show before that 
but uh, yeah, Bobby Allison, you know, it, it's like, and Kim Russo and Laurel and Jackson were like the three amigos, if you will, the, the three medium amigos. But Bobby Allison was fascinating. You know, she'd been interviewed by Oprah Winfrey and Dr. Oz and uh, one, one of those mediums that's in major magazines, you know, listed in major magazines, you know. Uh, I, I can't remember what specific magazine, but, you know, along the lines of Good Housekeeping or Red Book or, you know, one of those magazines that you see everywhere that you go. Wow. You know, so he's been in, uh, listed in books, wrote, written about in books, uh, you know, um, had uh, had articles in, in major magazines and, and major TV interviews and like that. So it was really, uh, really in-depth interview. She was very, very... Uh, deep, you know, so it, it was a good show. So, cool. uh, Bobby Allison last night, Kindness Beyond the Veil. We've got uh, archives coming up, which I'll, I'll post on the Facebook page for the show, Kindness Beyond the Veil, or through the, our archives at kindnessbeyondtheveil.podomatic.com, uh, and uh, through the LM page, uh, at least four weeks end, uh, through the Neely Productions Inc. link. Uh, Neely Productions Inc. forward slash kindness beyond the veil. Boy, there's some shameless self promoting here. <laughs> but yeah, the, a good show and left me with a lot to think about, you know. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I'm I'm trying to get back in, you know, back into it again, you know, a little little deeper than I had been, you know, tuned in for about seven years, and oh, yeah. let it go, you know, uh, too painful really, because you, you know you're you're dealing with people who died and and a lot of times it was more earthbound than just you know people that had crossed over so the, you know uh, counseling these dead you know mm -hmm. and it it uh, it takes a lot out of you especially if you're uh really really empathic you know yeah hey hey chip we got a we got a guest for the evening oh wow craig sim webb remember him yeah Hey, it's my good friends, Chip and Tim. Wow. Hey, Craig. <laughs> hey, Craig. Wow, there's a nice surprise for you. Spontaneous. <laughs> kind of showing up like a dream would show up, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. <Out of nowhere. laughs> See, he knows. Yeah. Our, inside joke there. Our dream expert that we had scheduled, Craig, decided that she went was going to go to Mexico and didn't want to talk with us tonight so yeah. well we can't we can't we can't hang it on her you know it was a publicist that set this up so we can hang it on the publicist not on the guest because all she did was go to mexico that's not her fault like yeah. i can't hold it against her <laughs> well i try to respect my commitments uh, since it leaves you guys hanging otherwise right all right. right yeah and we were too hanging you know so My neck up? still hurts a little bit. <laughs> oh, that kind of hanging. Sounds kind of gruesome. Maybe we should be talking on Halloween, then. Sure. <laughs> there you go. We could do that. We could do that. Yeah. So any interesting developments? Often people have powerful New Year's dreams. I don't know if you watched, but not always on January 1st, but within the first week or so. Kind of mm -hmm. uh, like a movie trailer kind of idea. Of, oh, man. Uh, yeah, I've called. had a couple of those, man. But you're the guest, so how about you? Have any New Year's dreams, Craig? Uh, yes. Well, I uh, also actively set uh, sort of goals and intentions around that time, just because it's a 
it's a good refresher time mm-hmm. and have started uh, on a pretty good track to have uh, quite a number of lucid dreams this year. I think I've already had three or four. Yeah, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting there uh, too. Yeah. Okay, lucid. good. Yeah. Some of this stuff's paying off. So right. My, the seeds are planted and growing. <laughs> That's great. Well, uh, one of my focuses is not just quantity, which I've had pretty good success with well over a thousand, but also like really transformational, really good life lesson or inner school, inner scale quickening dreams. And uh, that's been in every one of them so far. So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah. Wow. Hey, hey, Chip, did your wife have some sort of question about dreams? Uh, you We talked about before we went air tonight. Yeah, she she did, uh, you know, because uh, she said that she had some uh, um, recurring dreams from childhood. And she's like, why now at my age am I going to have a dream that I remember having when I was a little girl? And I had no answer for her. Oh, wow. We better, uh, we better shed some light and lucidity on that. <laughs> Not just for your wife, who uh, we appreciate a lot. Uh, well, uh, and for me too, because I'm out of the doghouse, you know. <laughs> yeah, the wind beneath your wings. So you, can <laughs> right. come, you can come home with a gift. Yeah, yeah. But I also, have to hide the man cave common. tonight. Oh yeah, it's also very common. Like uh, you'd be surprised, a lot of people have a dream from many years ago reappear, or which is almost equivalent. They still remember it super vividly in adult years from childhood, you know? Mm-hmm. And if something comes and stays really clear like that, often it's quite connected still with a current lesson. Otherwise, it sort of fades or somewhere okay. along the line you get the life lesson and the dream ends and you right. kind of feel results. So that, w- that would have been my question, but that's kind of from the straight psychoanalytic angle, you know, uh, rather than uh, someone like yourself uh, in saying, oh, unresolved conflict, come back to the surface. Mm. That's yeah, what, or yeah. just like a current, uh, I sort of think of it as like a spiral more than like the sort of recurring forever loop in that she might be learning or working on or focusing on a certain lesson that she was, I guess, working out in childhood with family. You know, that's where some of the big challenges are. And mm-hmm. that a, a smaller or let's say a fresher, newer instance, like a variation on a theme showed up now and probably within the day or two before the dream, an emotional situation. And then uh, it's just sort of showing her, hey, you have another chance to sort of even master that lesson even better. Do you have any specifics or is that kind of private? Um, she didn't really give specifics, just, uh, you know, because I, I, I kind of ran out and said, hey, we got a dream interpreter, you know. <laughs> Because I figured, you know, if I didn't tell her and I came out after the show and said, hey, we got a dream interpreter, you know, how come you didn't ask about my dream? (laughs) So I I figured I'd I'd proactively stay out of the doghouse, you know, and and it worked. But it makes sense with you saying that because, yeah, I think, you know, even even though I'm I'm blinded to what specific dream it was, it, it makes sense because we've been talking about family and things, you know, her her. Her mom wasn't always good to her, you know. Uh, she oh, yeah. was a, a, a mean drunk and, and uh, constantly drunk, so constantly mm. mean. And, you know, and, and the voices, you know, you'll never amount to anything, you know, mm, you're a failure. Sure. You know, always t- uh, tend to uh, recur even though, you know, she doesn't get any sense of the, anything near that from me. Mm. You know, I don't think of her as a failure at all. I, she's my... 
you know, a savior, that, really. That childhood stuff is can be. Very uh, deep. I've, I've I've heard that too. I've gotten that. Yeah, yeah it was pretty. We're so vulnerable, like uh, let's say below age, about fifteen, when we get a pretty of a, a stronger will and stuff. We're so vulnerable to suggestions, and certainly not even like mental. Sometimes just emotional, like inference or somebody broadcasting their own inner critic really loud, so we beat up ourselves by mm. sort of resonance and stuff. But, uh, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I don't want to make light of it. I send a huge empathy blast support for your for your wife. But okay. uh, it is a pretty interesting life scenario for, like, really strongly getting a lesson. Mm-hmm. So hopefully uh, that's coming along. I would say look at the dream and the theme. Usually the feeling is close to the theme. Mm-hmm. And then did it end in the best way she wanted? And if not, what would be her best ending? Starting with the feeling always. What? How would she like to feel? And then create a scenario. Even in waking state, just before sleep, that can act as uh, sort of reprogramming and and start to master the lesson of, hey, what would I choose if it was a perfect world and I could have the best situation? Right. Subconscious responds, and then often life responds to the new programming. So hopefully that'll work. Uh, yeah, I, I think that'll that'll come in real handy for her. It comes in real handy for me, you know, because I think I think I am helping her get past that, you know. Uh, and and uh, you know they're, they're, those voices aren't always with her, you know. It's yeah, just sure. uh, that randomly from time to time they come back, you know. I I'm one of the few people that I know that uh, didn't have an abusive uh, background, mm. you know. I, I didn't grow up with abuse. I'm not an abuser, you know. Uh, uh, yeah, extremely. Mm-hmm. And and I thought there'd be a lot more people like me, but I I just don't I. Uh, it seems like every everybody that uh, is in my circle of friends has had some sort of background of abuse, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I think that would come in handy to to a, a grand majority of the listenership, you know, keeping that in mind. You know, I've had a couple of recurring topics in dreams, so I wanted to ask you about that. Like some weird, weird to, oh, there's some weird stuff going on with Chip here, you know, just weird stuff, you know, it's that whole 5D living type of thing, <laughs> you know, on my path to ascension, you know, the the better I'm doing, the weirder life gets, you know, I'm, I, I'm actually seeing things, you know, I have a, some background as a, w- with mediumship, we were talking about that right before you came on. Right. Um, but I'm actually seeing things manifest now in with my physical eyes, not my mind's eye. That never happened. Or I'm kind of seeing the magnetic grid sometimes, you know. And really have to be kind of one of those zoned-in days and having some kind of weird, almost extraterrestrial-like experiences, which I don't want to get too involved in. But with that in mind comes this recurring topic. There's really two of them. Mm-hmm. One is that I am working for a company, and it's my job as an agent for this company to uh, help people have better dreams. So in my dream, I'm working to help other people have better dreams. I also have this recurring thing with time travel. That sounds and, like a positive thing. So before we get it is. Well, yeah, there's, you know, well, I do. I, I ask. I have these crystals next to my bed, which are specifically for dreams. And like you said, and, and like you're doing, asking for, you know, more lucid dreams or maybe some contact dreams, either with the uh, spirit or extraterrestrials, you know, so I get a, a, a better idea of the kind of things that are manifesting in front of me. Because when they manifest, you know, it, it, it only shows like a silhouette. 
it's a figure. I don't even know if it's a man or woman, if it's a spirit. It's just kind of a, you know, this quick flash of uh, kind of a, a blank, uh, you know, fill in the blank uh, thing. It's humanoid. I know that, you know, <laughs> but I can't tell if it's man or woman. It's just this quick silhouette. So I know something's in the room, Could be you know, something. And I have to then use my mind's eye to figure out who it is. Well, that's in reference to spirit. And, yeah, some things with extraterrestrial also, but they're much, much taller, you know, about 11, 12 feet tall. And I don't want to get into all that because it really kind of somewhat takes away from this. But, yeah, the time travel thing, I had a couple of really wild ones, a couple of lucid ones. But I'm also helping people time travel in their dreams as an agent for this company, you know. So, so there's that big recurring thing. All and right. some contact Does, dreams from uh, time to time. Tim have any, do you have any uh, connections or dreams or experiences like that, Tim? Not, not lately, no. Oh, I mean, I, I, so you, yeah, I, I feel things, but as far as dreams like go, I haven't that. really had anything recurring that I can remember. No. Okay. Any lucid ones, Timmy? Not that I know of, not, not lately. Not just because yeah. I spoke. They usually stick out, you'd know. Yeah, could these... Yeah, right? could these Dreams be connected to a past life? Well, most of our current scenarios are connected to past lives in some way, and we learn similar lessons throughout our lives. Certainly, they could be connected in skill sets that we've developed, at least partially in a past life that we're starting to integrate here. Sounds like that might be happening with Chip. He's starting to tune in to you know, picking up other levels of consciousness, you might say, or frequencies, or to start to use inner vision alongside his actual vision. So starting and seeing forms, but no, no super clear. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then we have to translate it into the waking language that we call our senses. So mm -hmm. maybe you actually had a really clear inner vision of some knowing or some aspect of yourself, but mm -hmm. it translates into a visual figure of some sort that doesn't consciously make super like logical sense, but yeah. inside you, you totally know what your new development is. What yeah. if, I mean, what if you're having a dream about a loved one? Like, dream, you know, you're, you're a, with sorry, it yeah. cut out there. Of a past uh, loved one who's passed on. Right. Yeah, that's super common. That's probably the most worldwide common theme uh, from all the people I've seen. And uh, visitation or dreaming a past loved one. There's really kind of two big classes or, I guess, aspects or types of those dreams. One is sort of pretty unpleasant mm -hmm. in that there's sort of dismemberment, guts, blood, or something really dark going on around the scenario. And usually that's more unfinished business or just coming to terms with, like, mortality in ourselves and, and our friends, loved ones. And then the other aspects, usually more positive. Sometimes it can be a little bit in our face, depending on the guidance, but more of a visitation where the inner being or the soul or however we want to think of it, the consciousness of the, the person who's passed on somehow contacts us and, and usually gives practical advice. So that's how you can tell those dreams apart. Usually a little more positive feeling and usually some info that we need to act on. <laughs> Have you ever had any? No. My mom has had some things go on in dreams. Yeah. But but you haven't, Timmy? Not 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 for a long time. Huh? So you can check in. I mean, uh, one one thing that can open up these type of experience or have it a little more likely is just believe it's possible. It's easy, natural. 
without completely, you know, leaving a wide open doorway, you can say, hey, I'm open to connecting with people from the other side if it can be helpful for me or others. And then they kind of tune into that intention and they might come through with some interesting gifts. I get help for clients and students. Some deceased come to, to me sometimes and give me info for them, which is interesting. Wow, no kidding. Wow. That's cool. It's sort of like uh, I've made uh, a pretty healthy internet, or I call it the internet connection. And then so the other people use my bandwidth to come and connect and sort of say, hey, could you pass this along or tell this person this? And sometimes it's very specific things. I can give examples if you like, but things I couldn't really know consciously that the person just goes, oh, wow. So yeah, kind of, how'd you know that? Yeah, nobody knows that. Yeah, yeah. kind of cool when that happens, but you're you're dreaming uh, these these visitations, which is uh, very, very cool. And sometimes sort of waking intuition, uh, pretty clear. One of my students is from Japan, uh, one of the more advanced students. Who's, I think was with me like six, seven years or so. Wow. And a number of times her deceased brother, he was actually alive during her early work with me, but her deceased brother has sort of reached out or contacted me in different ways. And now more and more actually visits and connects with her in dreams, and she's really happy about that. Wow. So you kind of use whatever channels available, I guess, if you're deceased. How can I connect with my loved one? Oh, well, this phone is available. And so mm. they send me something. Right. And wow. I tell her. And then after a while, she gets the yearning and the development. And she clears up some of the maybe emotional thing, which is a lot stronger for her, right? Because I'm not too involved in the person's passing on. And once she clears that up, then she has her own really well-developed connection, which which is the case now. So she's a pretty great student. I'm happy with that. Wow, cool. Yeah, I had a visitation once from a spirit from Japan. It was a guitar player for a big band there called X Japan. They were like this big rock band. Okay, that's fun. And yeah, actually, there was a documentary that they made about these guys, and it's really cool if if you if you watch it. You got Gene Simmons saying that you know if these guys were English speaking or English born, they they'd be the biggest band in the world. And sure. and you watch this is a band that hasn't been together for like twenty years, but you get to see how they came into it. They were basically the Beatles of Japan, you know. But they didn't. Yeah. But it was like a, kind of a punk rock type of thing, you know, real real hard punk rock at first, and then it kind of evolved into you know so orchestras and you know all this stuff uh, uh, more like arena rock. And you listen to their songs, and it's like this band that you've known all your life. But you're hearing their material for the first time. Very cool. Yeah. And you're a musician too, or a guitar player? Yeah. I'm I'm a musician. Yeah. I I do some guitar. I I um, am improvisational. You know, as long as it's yeah, in sure. the key of E minor, you know, I can I can play anything improvisationally on lead, but it has to be in that one key. <laughs> so, but he was a yeah. He was uh their their lead guitarist. Well, maybe you're getting a kind of an inner mentor who's coming to help you, like with your maybe, music. yeah, because that actually happens. You'd be surprised. In my book, I think I mentioned to you guys before, the dreams behind the music, my my latest book. Oh, there's uh, there's deceased musicians. Uh, one is Jimi Hendrix, but there's a number of others who come and they teach living artists like specific skills. Jimi Hendrix, for example, super guitarist, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He teaches like waking, living, 3D guitarists from the other side. He teaches in their dreams. Uh, special secret chord changes that was uh, to Dwayne. Wow. Or he taught, uh, I think, uh, 
who's a Stevie Ray Vaughan, super guitarist also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I partied with him once. Stevie uh, Ray Vaughan. Right. Yeah. Okay, nice. Well, he actually had a precog of his own death a couple of days before, and he didn't follow it too well. He saw himself dying and, and uh, sort of his funeral and stuff, and then he got on the helicopter that crashed. So wow. sometimes these things are very unfortunate. But the main point there being that uh, usually deceased who come in dreams are for helping us. In this case, maybe you're getting some inner Japanese rock lessons. You better <laughs> tune in a little bit. Yeah, it was really cool. Well, it, it's just, uh, you know, the circumstances under which he died. Uh, ah. Because they, they, they uh, labeled it a suicide. Oh, you mean Jimmy? No, the the this guitar, this Jap, uh, Japanese guy, Hide, uh, Hideto okay. Matsumoto. Uh, that sounds similar to Jimmy too, because it was sort of labeled a drug death slash drowning, but maybe right. suicide. Yeah, he he actually encouraged me to, to get back into playing music. So I I've taken all the steps. I set my instruments up go. in my it's man cave. I got an Apple computer that has all the Adobe software and all this different stuff for for music, you know, recording and. And stuff. I just got to put all the wires together. I got you. Yeah. Well, don't forget the technical side is good, and I have some of that too as a producer and stuff. Oh. But make sure that you uh, get out there with like performing. Usually, if you set like a couple performances alone or with some buddies, that's a good deadline to really motivate, get rehearsed, and get uh, reach people live. Right. Yeah. The the closest thing I did, I, I played a couple of my old songs on my radio show. Oh, okay. Uh, that's great. Yeah, Mondays, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on lnmradionetwork.com, Studio A, Kindness Beyond the Veil. Yeah, I had this band called Victims of Retail. You know, that was my, my uh, band. It was mostly me. Uh, in fact, it, it pretty much was all me. I was like a Howard Jones or Thomas Dolby, if you will, kind of a one-man uh, one band, band, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I wasn't good at production, so, you know, geez, I could have used you back in the day. <laughs> There you go. Well, now you got your inner mentor teaching you about, uh, the, right. I guess, the details of how to produce, how to set up the studio, which is helpful. <laughs> Did you, you ever play an instrument? Uh, well, not even just ever. I still currently often play guitar and sing quite a bit and some keyboards and other things. Nice. I actually do compos- composing for soundtracks, TV, film, wow. and of course, perform live uh, quite often. Wow. Well, we're bowing to you now. Uh, <laughs> I- what, what kind I, I of, what kind I don't of... know if I'm a Beatles level quite yet, but I actually uh, I do dream music a few times a week, wow. which is more than most of the stars. Wait, uh, I used to do that, or I used to get this song in my head, and I could yep. all the pieces, all the different instruments, and and get these riffs going. And right. as soon as I got to an instrument to do anything about it, it disappeared. And that boy, that we used to tick me off big time. <laughs> But, you know, it was the thing. So are you like rock or, or jazz or? What, uh, well, I call my, my style dream inspired because sometimes it's quite nope. across different genres. So I've psychedelic got maybe, or progressive. Uh, no, dream inspired to me just means it can be quite varied. Sometimes it's been hard rock, sometimes light folk, sometimes strange world music, sometimes even just special effects sort of strange advanced reverb or very oh, new that, instruments designed isn't that new great instruments. yeah because you got these i got a pedal i think a boss uh pedal it's a guitar synth you know so you can you can enhance it in different yep. ways i used to get the fernandez guitars because they had a sustain built in because mm-hmm. i always liked that sustain because i wasn't good at holding it myself you know so if mm-hmm. i could have a little help with that <laughs> 
And there's so many things you could do with a with a little extra sustain, especially when you have it hooked up to a boss pedal that that is synthesizing it for you. You know, so you can do things with the sustain. You can chorus it, you know, or reverb it, or you know, find find different melodic ways to 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 utilize it for whatever chord or or riff is coming up next. Yeah, great way to express feelings, though, right? Music. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. There's actually a lot of lot of songs that were inspired by dreams. After we ch talked last time, Craig, I looked yeah. them up, and there's a huge list of, of from different artists about their songs being inspired. I by know. Dreams. I wrote the book about it. It's wow. Huge. There's, there's like, and, and, and that book find alone, the book, like, yeah. uh, dreamsbehindthemusic.com. In that book, there's like 250 artists, wow. but I've come across a whole bunch of new ones now for the second edition coming uh, in the next year or two. So uh, even, uh, I mean, sort of classical composers, you know, rock and roll shamans, which are our modern day musicians. But there's also like other shamans from other cultures over many millennia. The ancient Greeks even had like the music of the spheres and different sounds and things. But tuned inner music. So not just uh, sort of creating from a logical or mental place, but really channeling inward and then playing it, expressing it, singing it outward. That's kind of what I'm saying. Hey, if you tune in and you get your own true song, your true sound, your true, I guess, feelings that translate into lyrics also, then I think you're really giving your personal magical gift, your best one of your best gifts you can give to the collective mosaic of life here. And I think it helps people to remember, yeah, these guys just tuned into their best gift and it became a hit, but I could do that. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I'm right. looking at, that, that. at the book on, on the site that you mentioned. Yeah. You might Dreams really like behind it. Music.com. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm thinking about buying it as we speak, looking okay. at the different options here. It's oh, trying yeah. to give me it's Kindle working. Unlimited, you know, and I, I don't want to enter well, it. The Kindle it. version is a little, hasn't been updated quite as much. It's about six uh, updates behind. So the online physical book uh, there, and I think Amazon is usually pretty good. Mm -hmm. But I will say it's not like a weekend ebook just kind of whipped off. It's like a three, four thousand hour of research, writing interviews, and really crafting. There's 760 footnotes, so every story is really scientifically, or at least like by testimony of the person who dreamt it, proven. Because I wanted to make strong credentials and really make it solid. Some of the pretty out there stuff I was saying. So it's quite a work. It's got uh, easy to read and fun, and I isolate the principles that are pretty universal. Anybody can use them, even like a mom or a business person, you know, mm -hmm. and then uh, isolate the techniques that anybody can use, certainly for artists, but any, any other track, even like radio producers. There's one host for radio in there who actually dreams up, intentionally dreams up her guests who are going to be like really awesome. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's and then she had me on, so I thought that was a positive feedback. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. No greater affirmation than that, except to say that it's five-star rated here on Amazon as I look at it. Yeah, people seem to really people like it. People have reviewed it. As a, as, a, as a parent of my public baby, I call my book a public baby, I'm happy <laughs> to see that it's out there serving people and making them laugh or giving insights. Sure. Well, more people reviewed your book than read mine. So, I mean, and that's just, that says quite a bit. And, and it's a five-star. Well, you we know, just got to get you some marketing help. Yeah, ask, I guess so. <laughs> ask, your, uh, ask your Japanese dream uh, guitarist who comes once in a while. Ask him if he has any friends who are good at marketing or e-marketing. <laughs> yeah, there I you go. 
But I'll have to, you know, make sure that there's a Japanese version of the book. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, you can mark it in English, but uh, yeah, you'll have to have uh, an English copywriter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Maybe Tim will help you out. Yeah. Well, that's outstanding. That book looks really, really good. I think it really, really riff on it there, Chip. And maybe Tim, too. Yeah. Are you musically inclined, Tim? Are you a songwriter or appreciator, at least? I used to play organ when I was a kid. I used to take oh, those. nice. Yeah. There's a couple of organists in there. There's a Christmas carol. So trivia question for you. What <laughs> Christmas carol came directly from a dream? Uh, oh, um, Silent Night. I was going to say Silent Night. Hint. It was King the Wenceslaus. The organ has dreamt up the music. You haven't guessed it so far. Interesting. Mm. Oh, little town of Bethlehem. Oh, wow. No kidding. Oh, didn't even know there was organ in that. Yeah. Actually, it was created by an organ, and he, he was under a deadline to produce something the next day, so he dreamt it up. Really? Okay. That's good. The, the, I think the minister said, we're going to play this at the service. I hope you're going to be ready. <laughs> <laughs> see, but uh, Tim, you know, see, uh, Timmy and I, we have a lot in common, you know. There's a synchronicity there, Craig. Because yeah, he yeah. used to play organ when he was a kid. I used to play with my organ when I was a kid. So that's close enough, right? Oh. Yeah. I'm glad course, to hear that past tense. Yeah, well, a lot of counseling, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. Only well, you guys can yeah. both connect over different things. There, Jokes, for sure, are great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's only because the therapist wanted lessons, you know. So I, I think, you know. They they should have paid me, you know, but that's you know isn't that always the way? It could be like a case study for the next research. <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah, somebody will be there. But there's Jurgen's lotion and all that good stuff. I don't know, but boy, we're kind of deviating from the well, subject. Keep it clean here. Keep it clean. So, yeah, well, double entendre is clean enough, I suppose. Okay. So with lucid dreams now, and I should ask you this, uh, you know, getting back to the, the topic of dream, um, because I, I've got nine spirit guides now, all right, and they all insist that I don't uh, astrally project or travel, you know, and I always kind of lump lucid dreams in with that. But I'm lucid dreaming now, even though they insist, and I'm not astrally projecting or anything but i i'm i was never a lucid dreamer until earlier this year well not this year but you know a, a few months ago i'll say okay. and it was very straight because in the dream in this lucid dream, spoke, yeah. yeah i was i was in bed you know exactly where i was in real life you know but in this dream i'm awake in bed and i hear noises like uh, loud neighbors, you know, right behind the wall of the bedroom. But we don't have any neighbors behind the wall of my bedroom, you know. But they're making all this noise, and and I'm saying, I'm trying to sleep here, and I hear the voices say, "Do you think he can hear us? Maybe he did hear us, you know. What should we do if he hears us, right?" Mm-hmm. And and so and I and I shouted, "I just want to sleep, okay." that was the end of that one. And then later that same day, I had uh, another one just like it, where I'm lying in bed, exactly in the position where I was. But now there's voices coming from behind the bedroom closet. 
which again, there couldn't have been because we don't have anybody behind the net, uh, you know, the bedroom closet, but they're talking so loud and I couldn't shut them up. But now they're not saying, geez, you think he can hear us or, or this or that. They're just being loud and rowdy. And, oh. you know, I'm saying, I'm, I'm trying to sleep here. And, and they kind of hear that and laugh and get louder and rowdier. And then I, I scream for my angels. That's, you know, usually angels, you know, <laughs> like, come and save me from this. I, I either scream for my guides or my angels, you know. Yeah, uh, the blue yeah. angels, the peacekeepers yeah, right. there who help with, like, the sound after midnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the, and that was the end of that. But it was they were both in the same day. Uh, and I think some of it makes sense because, again, and we're talking about, like, extraterrestrials now. Because that's who I think it was, because I hear from spirit all the time, you know. Uh, but uh, I, it was a time I was doing a lot of research into it, because I had a lot of guests that were extraterrestrial specific. Not UFO specific, but extraterrestrial specific. People who had encounters, normally for my, for my show, benevolent encounters, you know, not a abduction type encounters. Or uh, people that were whistleblowers. You know, that that knew some deep, dark secrets, you know, and they're trying to get the word out. And so it was heavily on my mind. And, but, uh, yeah, lucid dreaming is it was never a thing for me. And now okay, I'm trying well, to sounds like you have uh, some some pretty good inner skill sets. By the way, uh, I know you even mentioned it, so I guess you kind of know about it, at least subconsciously, but it sounds like somewhat consciously. They don't have to overlap. You can be quite lucid or more conscious or start to have will and choice and, and other faculties in your dream without having to connect it to the physical world like astral travel. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be the same thing, but sometimes they overlap for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I had a lucid dream about time travel. You know, a lot of dreams about time travel, and they're weird. But this one was weirder because it was more lucid, you know, because it felt like I was there. I was working in this retail store with two guys. They came across this this uh, this door in the in the the back room of our store, and one of the guys goes through the door. Uh, the other guy was like peeped in the door but didn't go through. The guy who went through the door disappeared, and the guy who peeped through the door says to me, "We just lost him. He just crossed the time barrier. Now we got to figure out where to find him." You know, so we spent the whole dream. Actually, it was really up to me, <laughs> my dream. So I guess, you know, up to me to find out what happened to this guy. So I'm trying all this stuff in this back room where that door was because the door is now gone. So I'm trying to find something that could maybe bring that door up again. And it took me most of the dream to discover that. And uh, I, I kept updating the guy who peeped through the door who's still there, you know, but wants me to be the one to find the guy who's disappeared. And I keep updating him. Well, I think I might have found something. And he keeps saying to me, you know, the more you look, uh, the closer you are to see. And, you know, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you know, kind of, the more you look, the closer you are. That sounds like some uh, important life maxim or something. Right, yeah, it, it does, right? So, uh, long story short, in, uh, the way the dream ends is that I, I found this key in one of the drawers that opened a safe that was hidden, you know, it was buried under a lot of paperwork. 
uh, open the safe and boom, there's the door. So I, I go through the door and it's just as if I went in the back entrance of the store, you know, the like the warehousing entrance that leads out to like if you're in a mall, it leads to the mall parking lot. So, yeah, I go through the door and it's just, a, you know, a warehouse door to the mall parking lot. So I'm out in the parking lot and I'm looking around because I know this guy's got to be here now because, you know, I, I just went through the door that he went through. And and I look and I look and I'm not seeing anything. And then uh, there's a whole row of cars parked right up against the, the mall, you know, the, the uh, and uh, I look in the car and there's a guy waiting in the car, you know, and I look in the car and lo and behold, it's this guy. Right. <laughs> And then I look in the car next to him and the car next to that and the car next to that. And he's in each and every car in the parking lot. And then his eyes turn this really wild shade of green, like real, real bright, bright, bright green. And he says, see, the more you look at something, the closer you are to finding it. Sounds like a fancy way to describe the law of attraction. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, but it was cool, and 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 I just have a lot of re, uh, dreams about time travel, and I don't know why. I'm not particularly keen on it, you know. If I had an opportunity to do it, I wouldn't, because you know you don't know where you end up. And I think part of it was there was this story about these two extraterrestrials from Venus, of all places, right? Who I guess stumbled across. Uh, the this ability to time travel. So they took their shot. I guess they found a wormhole or a portal or something. Right? Um, and they went, I think, way ahead in time where they weren't supposed to be. Hmm. So now the only way to get back, especially if they're extraterrestrials and they're here, you know, is that they have to, you know, live, die, reincarnate, live, die, reincarnate, live, die, reincarnate until the day finally comes to match the day, you know, to, to, to where they travel to. It's kind of a weird story. And maybe that's what I was thinking of on my way to the stream. So, wow. Did you, Chip, did you see that post that I put about those about those portals? There's, there's like a number. I of didn't them. get a chance. No, I, I saw the message, but I didn't click on it. Yeah, there's a, a, a number of them. There's over like over 100 in, in Ireland. My brother and his family did a trip to uh, Ireland recently, and they said that they, they'd be driving, and then he, one of these things would pop up in the middle of nowhere, and there'd be nobody around. So I'm wondering if maybe those are maybe extraterrestrial related, or maybe a a live portal that opens and closes at certain times. I don't know, but it's weird that yeah. they're all over Ireland. Well, I'm gonna I'll have to take a look at that that that, that link. Uh, but yeah, there there was a I I saw this uh, this lecture from this woman. I can't remember her name. Uh, and on the face of it, you look at her and she looks, you know. And I worked with schizophrenics, right, in this nonprofit <laughs> teaching computer skills and vocational skills to schizophrenics and on the face of it, you know, she would be this, uh, I mean, she looked like basically a raving lunatic on the mm -hmm. face. But if you listen carefully to what she said, 
it was trippy. Yeah. And she was talking about that there is a Stargate system, all right, which was supposed to be the way that everything goes, you know, and eventually we would have uh, the wherewithal to travel, uh, to time travel or time slash space travel, right, long distances. But instead of wormholes or portals, uh, it's Stargates, and that's what she said. Hmm. And she basically went back to... Um, she she went back to uh, uh, how uh, this Earth here, there is a planet exactly like ours in the Andromeda galaxy, which is the real Earth. And at one time, Earth and this Andromeda Earth were the same. But these, uh, and she, she blamed the extraterrestrials that found uh, a, a wormhole and used that to travel. And she said that started the whole black hole system. She said there wasn't a black hole system before this. And now people are using black holes for the gravity to, to build these wormholes to travel these long distances, bend, bend space to their will, basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, she said that the Milky Way galaxy was part of the Andromeda system. And because this thing happened, because these two extraterrestrials, you know, did that, it separated the Milky Way from the Andromeda. And, and the Milky Way is dropping and dropping and dropping, and it's unnatural to do that, you know. Uh, so, I mean, it's just... <laughs> and she said there are not supposed to be black holes or anything like that, and that's ultimately what we'll use to travel, but that's not the way it's supposed to be. It was never supposed to be like that. Stargates, you know, for people on the path to ascension and all this stuff... That's the, what it's supposed to be like. And, and so now certain things have to happen in the next five years. And she said this like eight years ago, but it's still the next five years, you know, in this day and age, uh, somewhere through to 2023, I guess, where they'll find the Stargate system again. And once they do that, if there isn't disclosure, if disclosure doesn't come then, then we could lose the whole Stargate system all over again. I mean, it was just crazy. Mm. But that probably what gave me that, that dream at the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I also saw something on uh, H&A yesterday that there's underground tunnels linking like Area 51 to uh, the Air Force Base in Colorado and other areas yeah. that are that the government moved underground to do their uh, secret uh, research that they've been doing for years, you know. That's why they place out Area 51. There seems to be no activity there because they say that everybody, the people working there moved underground in those tunnels, you know, which seems, seems to make sense in a way. Yeah. Well, I, you know, some of the, yeah, I've seen some videos with, uh, I guess we'll call them whistleblowers, if you will. And it says, yeah, A, that, that whole thing about the air base yeah. is true. There's a secret space program. We have bases on the moon. We have bases on Mars, but so, so do other species. And I guess part of this whole thing with the idea that the, uh, the kind of extraterrestrials that are doing this genetic testing 
I guess there's 22 different species of extraterrestrials that are doing genetic testing by abducting humans, you know, and, and poking and prodding and doing all the stuff that abductees report. But they're basically permitted to do that. You know, they're they're in league with all the major governments of the world, you know, and the whole system is if they, if they help us re- reverse engineer their their craft so we can get better at, at space travel and and military uh, means, uh, then they can do whatever they want or need to do with these humans, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, Craig, uh, you have anything you want to say? I know uh you have some things you want to finish up, and I kind of contacted you there and uh, on a whim. So, um, yeah, yeah. give well, us. I appreciate your gents having me join you. It's some pretty insightful stuff. Always fun to connecting. <laughs> right. uh, I'll just mention uh, anybody, uh, either, maybe either of you guys, uh, they can certainly check out my my little public baby that seems people really seem to like the book, The Dreams Behind the Music. That's what I call my baby. They're on the dreamsbehindthemusic.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, just now, I'm adventurers, that is, uh, I guess, interested dream explorers and people who want to apply their dreams practically in life and in many ways, creatively, but other ways too, for relationships, work, health, etc., spiritual growth, are all gathering now for upcoming teleclass. So people can check out applieddreaming.com with two Ds in the middle, applieddreaming.com. And uh, if they want to join the team, that'd be great. We're looking for anybody who's keen to really break through to a new level. Awesome. And uh, people can get a hold of your book on Amazon, I take it? Yeah, they can go on Amazon, The Dreams Behind the Music, or just go directly to the dream or dreamsbehindthemusic.com, and uh, you can click and order it right there. Awesome. Craig, thank you so much for, for uh, answering my message here on Skype. Yeah, isn't it great unexpected awesome. surprise. Some spontaneous fun. Okay, cool. Well, next time, uh, if you check out the book, I want to hear your musical dreams there, Tim, and maybe check <laughs> Okay, okay I'll definitely do that. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Well, a Happy New Year to you and all the listeners, and uh, may people's dreams be really inspired, and if they're lucky, then happy nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craig, we'll let you get back. Sounds good. Thanks, Craig. Great talking with you again. Anytime. Bye. Wow, that was great. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, did you see my message on on Skype? I don't don't know what's going to happen here in the next week or so, but maybe we can. Not sure. But, oh, well. You want to take a break, Chip? Yeah, let's do that, brother. Sounds good. You're listening to the Supernatural Realm on the LNM Radio Network. And um, we'll be right back right after this. The LNM Radio Network has a subscriber chat room for you, the listener. Come interact with your fellow listeners and like minded people and talk about the shows in a safe environment. From the paranormal to conspiracies and anything else LNM related, all you have to do is go to the lnmradionetwork.com website and click the official chat page button at the top of the homepage. From there, you can sign up for the cost of a cup of coffee. If you're a late-nighter subscriber, the chat room is absolutely free with your subscription. Terms and conditions apply. Then click connect and you'll be able to log into the chat room. We're here for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week and the chat room is both for Studio A and Studio B. We look forward to seeing you there. 
So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Jason Bland, host of Paranormal Soup on Late Night in the Midlands Radio Network. And we're streaming as a webcast to our Facebook page, Midwest Paranormal Presents Paranormal Soup, where we have guests who will blow your mind. Live ghost box sessions where you can call in to see if the spirits will talk to you. And the World Wide Web of Weird, with the latest in paranormal news and evidence. We're bringing the weird every Sunday night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on the LNM Radio Network. a laser printer, copier, or a fax? Well then, listen close to this announcement. Laser Technologies has been providing high-quality, frustration-free toner cartridges that are guaranteed not to harm your equipment for over 20 years. Laser Technologies will save you on your supplies with high-quality and fast delivery. Savings up to 50%. Laser Technologies supplies toner, imaging drums, developer and cartridges for most of the major brands. For a price quote, send an email to service at laser-technologies.com. Include your printer make and model for your part number. Call us at 561-792-9600. That's 561-792-9600. Laser Technologies, providing 100% of the quality at a fraction of the price. 561-792-9600. And welcome back to the Supernatural Realm on the LNM Radio Note. Well, Chip, I'm not sure. Maybe this is our final um, broadcast on the uh, LNM Radio Network. I'm not sure what... Uh, I guess, you know, it's official now, so... Um, Is it? I guess. It it was on um, the LNM Radio Network Facebook page, so... Ah. Ah. Well, that's rather sad, you know. Yeah. I enjoyed I being did. a part of this network. I did, too. Uh, yeah. Well, I... I I'm, I'm going to say it's not over till it's over. Yeah, that's how I see it. Yeah. And I, I really, I really enjoyed being here, you know, and and uh, I, I enjoyed the family atmosphere, and uh, you know, I'm not sure what to make of the make of it, because I mean, you know. well, that's that's what you get for going online while you're doing a show. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. Man. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what to make of it either. You know. So I mean, are are we are we still going? Are we are we going or are we going? Yeah, we're we're still streaming here. Nothing's been shut down yet. You know, right. I'm not sure what to make of all that. Well, see, and you know, it's it's hard to silence people like us, especially yeah. me. Ask anybody I know. <laughs> say, it's really hard to silence Chip Right. <laughs> Even for your host, it's. Right? Yeah. If I if I'd known we only had Craig for an hour, I would have let him do more talking. You know? I know, I would have too, but 
That's what it is. But I had to know about my dreams, you know. Yeah. I've been, been weird lately, and I haven't talked to anybody about them. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a lucid dream. Well, I, I was not a lucid dreamer, and now I'm lucid dreaming. And I don't know why. <laughs> and, you know, time travel and all this other stuff. Well, like you said, maybe maybe this is a new year for everybody, and new things will happen. You know, other yeah. roads will open up. So Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, and and that's the you know that's been kind of uh, the writing of the story of the year thus far. Mm-hmm. You know, with uh, all the energies being what they are. You know, un- unexpected change will lead to something better. That that's uh, that's what it is. Although I can't think of anything better than this particular network, and I'm I'm I ain't saying goodbye yet until somebody tells me to say goodbye. You know, uh, but with that said, uh, yeah, it's been a it's been a blast on here. Uh, I love the listenership. I love the uh, the family. Love Michael. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, hey, we'll see what happens. Should I should I do the same thing? Uh, wait till I, I hear. I, I have no. Well, you're producing yourself, so I I don't know if you need to change at all. Yeah, honestly, you know, I I am not producing myself so i i don't know about that well, we'll see i you guess know. if if anybody would know you'd know because you don't produce your own show so right well i, I guess i'll find out when i find out yeah but uh no i mean you know the light in my heart is not going out mm-hmm. so i just think that you know over time uh, either nothing will change as we uh, anticipate it might, or something will, and it'll just uh, leave the door open for better things. Mm-hmm. If there are better things, I can't imagine better things, but there, you know, has to be always something better, always something worse. You know, we'll see about that. Yeah, uh, I haven't, I haven't heard anything directly from management, so no. I haven't got no emails or anything. Yeah, and uh, you know, I'm, 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 I just, you know, I, I'm in this place where you see a couple of things uh, on on the interweb, <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm just not going to make any sudden reactions or judgments. Okay. It's not, it's just not the time for that, especially in a situation where it's family, regardless. You know, yeah. Always be family, regardless. You know, they will uh, never have a single negative word ever apart from my lips, mm-hmm. you know, because there's absolutely no reason uh, to to form any negative opinions or have any in regard to the, the folks on this network, uh, the network itself, you know, uh, the, it's wonderful management uh, and ownership, you know, uh, these are people I love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes people you love come up to you and say, oh, well, you know, this happened, so this is going to happen. And, you know, it's like wait and see, wait and see. Wait and see. I, 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 feel, I feel the same way you do, Chip. Uh, yeah. uh, I love the network. I love the managers. You know, even though, you know, there's, there's situations going on that, that, you know, no one can control. But, you know what, it's... It, and when it comes down to it, it's still family. We're all still family mm-hmm. here. So, I mean, yep. without no. going into detail or 
you know. No, it's just nothing in my soul right yeah, now right. that says to me, okay, you're going to have to make this change. I just don't feel it, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I think that my intuition uh, has been pretty spot on over the years. So I'm, I'm not going to second guess that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we speak, we're on. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess Tell you and I something. will. I guess you and I will continue tomorrow then, right? Well, I, I, I guess so. I, you know what? It's, it's the good cliffhanger. You know, <laughs> uh, will we be here tomorrow at seven Eastern on LNMRadioNetwork.com Studio A? Stay tuned. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch that dial. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but the the most important thing though is, as far as I know, you know, the, the staple show of this network, uh, late night in the Midlands, with the amazing Michael there, I don't think is going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, the bottom line is that counts more than anything. Yeah, because I do love that program. Oh, I do too. It's the best yeah. best on the network because it's the pilot. You know, it's the main main show of the network. That's how the network got started. So right. you gotta right. love Michael. And, you know. I love Michael, too. You know, here's a man with a beautiful heart and, uh, you know, never backs away from uh, the truth or never backs away from his truth, you know, and and that's part of the beauty of it. Mm -hmm. You know what you get with somebody like Michael Barrett, you know, because he's he's not a manipulator. He's not a liar. You know, he's a man with a golden heart. Got a lot of stuff thrown at him this year that he didn't ask for, you know. And we've had the opportunity to to see him, you know, fight uh, for his beliefs. And it's inspiring, Mm -hmm. you know. You see uh, Michael Vera fight for his beliefs. It makes me want to fight harder for mine. Right. Um, But, you know, the... There is a light in my heart that will never go off with regard to my particular message, you know, and and the reason that I started a, a show like Kindness Beyond the Veil, uh, you know, because you know, in these dark, dark realms, you know, ghosts and uh, spirits and witches and extraterrestrials, you know, and uh, ascension and metaphysics and psychic ability and all that stuff. You know, there is always a, a, a loving and benevolent side, and, and nobody really talks about it because they're too busy, especially on mainstream media, you know, pumping out all that scary, nasty, negative stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, people are walking around unsure of, of their personal direction, you know, unsure of the direction of everyone around them, you know. It's like you have to... You have to watch what your opinions are around people now, whereas you didn't used to have to do that, you know. So you've got a lot of people that feel unsettled and unsure, and and they, there's enough fear in their everyday lives. So you know, not gonna bring them fears from from made up places, you know, <laughs> or, or the the hidden realms of the world, or or the uh, forever mysteries of the world. Because there is love in those places. There is kindness in those places, benevolence, you know, uh, charity, sacrifice, forgiveness. Uh, and that light will never, never go out. And, you know, and that, that same light, that same element of my heart of hearts, 
you know, doesn't doesn't feel majorly unsettled, regardless of what kind of things are, are being uh, posted. You know, and that's all I really have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the short version of what I have to say. about. Yeah, I, I know Michael has said things if, you know, if you didn't pay, uh, you know, two months or more that you would get an email. You know, things actions will be taken. You know, and and you know. Well, so I'm I, not I, worried about that. I'm not personally. worried about it either. You know, yeah. just so I, I I disregard those type of things because I know that doesn't include me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know, but but uh, I think the focus on uh, is uh, or should be on, you know, what this what this network has brought. Uh, to people, what, what this network has brought to our uh, stellar listenership, mm-hmm. you know, the quality of listener that, that this network has is uh, remarkable, you know, uh, very affirming, outstanding, you know. Uh, Any time I get a chance to talk with people that that are listeners, uh, they've it's always exceeded my expectation, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm never disappointed. Yeah, you know. And if there's any generality, I could I could uh, blanket over this superb listenership, as that they are better than they believe they are. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, they're they're more special, more valid, uh, and bring more beauty to the world than they themselves know. Mm-hmm. You know. And and that's it, you know. I, the uh, open-minded, good-hearted, you know, phenomenal people who love to delve into these mysteries, you know, uh, and who appreciate uh, the kind of uh, guests that you bring here, Tim, mm-hmm. and the guests that I have an opportunity to bring on on Mondays, on Kindness Beyond the Veil, uh, you know that. The two things I can be proud of, as, as far as I, uh, both of the shows, really, mm-hmm. uh, Kindness Beyond the Veil and Supernatural Realm here, is uh, A, the listenership, you know, and B, the kind of guests that we can bring, mm-hmm. you know, Between in order to, to enhance that beautiful listenership, you know. Your thoughts? I agree. You know, people, a lot of people have... Uh, been shocked at the type of guests that I have been able to you know, bring bring to the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, me, me included. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Collins, for God's sake, you know. Oh, I know. <laughs> who right? would who yeah. would thought that I would have been able to bring Andrew Collins here? Right. But yeah, uh, you know, I didn't realize how big he was until after. I know. We yeah, talking didn't to even him. know he was on Ancient Aliens <laughs> until you know of you know ten minutes uh, left in the show. And say, yeah, you're, geez, your picture looks familiar. Oh, yeah, well, I'm on Ancient Aliens, you know, 45 million people watching. You know. <laughs> I mean, and, okay, that's it. Yeah, now yeah. I know. And it's ironic, too, because he, he masters in uh, ancient cultures, ancient civilizations. And normally that show kind of treats them uh, with kind of a, a slap in the face, you know. Yeah. Hey, yes, they're humans, you know, but they couldn't have been smart enough to do anything without extraterrestrials helping. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
You know, why not? Why couldn't it? You know, it's not like they're online all day. It's not like they're sitting on their phone, you know, uh, photographing their lunch for Facebook. You know, there were no computers. There were no homes. There wasn't indoor plumbing or electricity or heating or any of that stuff. All they could do is look at the stars or think, you know. And after a while, you know, somebody who's scientifically or mathematically uh, inclined will come up with something. Mm -hmm. You you look at ancient Rome, they had plumbing. They had had various ways of of lighting and heating and batteries and Egyptians, you know, ancient Egyptians had these batteries in, you know, that they found ways to make themselves. You know, in some ways, they were really more intelligent than we are oh yeah because they didn't have the internet to rely on (laughs) yeah if you wanted to send a message to somebody they had to do it by horse you know Uh, and and it's just it was really refreshing to see andrew collins you know and and, uh, passionate uh about uh how intelligent these ancient civilizations were Mm -hmm. i'm talking about a species called Denisovans, which are 60,000 years old. I mean, you know, we're told that, that the modern Homo sapien, uh, 50,000 years old, you know. Homo sapiens, about 300,000, but modern Homo sapiens, 50,000. Here's, here's a civilization that lived 10,000 years before that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, according to our labels of humans, uh, you know, they would have been... Uh, Homo sapiens, you know, the not modern one. (laughs) And they they had jewelry, uh, and uh, it was obvious that there were certain tools that were needed to create that jewelry. Uh, There was evidence of tools and agriculture abilities, engineering abilities, for 60,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know. And uh, no one screaming that they must have had extraterrestrials to help them, even though, you know, here's a guy that's on that show. And, you know, now when I watch and I watch with my wife, I know, yeah, that's our guy. I know that guy. Thanks to Timmy. I know that guy. You know, did, thanks did you to watch, Supernatural. Yeah. Did you watch a two-hour special uh, last week? It was pretty good. Uh, maybe, yeah. you know, because I, I catch it when I catch it, mm-hmm. you know, and... Uh, it's tough because, yeah. you know, especially in the living room, the way the TV's set up there, I always defer to my beautiful wife. You know, she's got the remote until she goes to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I defer to whatever she wants to watch, mm-hmm. unless it's horrid. And, you know, then I either grumble or I go online, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I I have uh, I have appreciated that you know and and uh, yeah uh, you know some of my former guests some of the former guests here you know uh, some people that I work with uh, have been on that program mm-hmm. you know and that's kind of neat too uh, you know when when you see people who are guest uh, guest speakers for you know any particular episode you go oh my God I know her you know I know him. Yeah, I've got his phone number. <laughs> yeah. Cool things, but but yeah, well you know I mean look I mean you you've had this show now for what six years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've been you've been doing this a long time. Yeah, you know, I've been on radio as long, uh, if not longer, 
but not with one show, you know. I've been on several or had several, you know. Normally make it for like a year and a half, two years, you know, uh, and then something changes. Either I get picked up by a different network or get, get the burnout factor, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing that you've survived six years without the burnout factor. Yeah. You know. I'm I'm surprised that hasn't because it happens to everyone. Uh, well, most everyone, you know, get the burnout effect, but not you. And I'm proud to see that. I'm proud of you for doing that. You know, keeping the same show for for uh, at least six years. I think it might might even be longer than that, right? Yeah, yeah. 2000, 2011, 2000, yeah, something like that. Yeah. 2012. Yeah. Yeah, Michael and, and, Mike, Michael said to all the real hosts, thank you for your time on the LNM Radio Network. And if you're owed anything from me, meaning paid me directly, please let me know. If you paid someone other than me directly, then you're out of luck. Email me if you produce your own show. Uh you know what those pretty pretty lights mean and maybe I can keep you going on a new setup. Other than that, that's it. It's been real. So. Yeah. Well, see, if I look at that, I will assume that I no longer have a show. Yeah. That was posted an hour ago. Yeah. So. Well, I, I still, I can't in my heart assume that, though. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. I just, you know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. See, again, that's what you get for going online while you're doing a show. Yeah, but that was on the LNM Radio Network uh, Facebook page. Ah. So. Uh, see. Well, yeah, I don't really, uh, I, you know, I, uh, to me it's just too early to comment on that. Yeah. Because, um, you know, my, my, my heart has not caught up with my brain. Mm-hmm. And my brain... You know, looks at that and says, well, let, you know, let, let a few days pass, see what happens. Oh, okay. And, and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know? yeah. I'll find out one way or another, you know. And, and uh, you know, at, at least uh, I guess people have to tune in to find out more. So if you tune in to L&M Radio Network, uh, Studio A, next Monday from 7 to 9 and don't hear me, then you'll know. So um, I guess I'm assuming we're not having a show tomorrow. I don't know, but well, I I don't know either. I, I guess you'll you'll have to ask directly. Yeah. Because it's your your show, so you're the one who has to ask about that. I guess I'll have to go in directly. Yeah, I guess you'd have to what email? I guess right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, because I I don't know what to, what to say or think about that, except that I I love Michael. Uh, you know, and it, and if it is a swan song for yours truly, because I don't produce myself. See, you might be able to stay on if you produce yourself. That sounds what that that was alluded to in this in this posting. Mm-hmm. You know, so you'll be on, and I I won't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just, you know, I just, I don't know. Well, if just you're on, then I'll be on. Or if I'm on, feel like, <laughs> well, I'll be on as a co-host with you. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, my, my my own show will be on. Yeah. But I don't know yet, you know. It's just uh, too early to make any concrete statements, yeah. at least to me, you know. 
Because again, if we if you weren't online, we wouldn't we wouldn't be talking about this at all. We wouldn't even know about this. Yeah. So, you know, see, I can't do that. I, I don't multitask well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I got my show, I don't I'm not on chat rooms. I don't have open lines. Uh, I I'm not looking at internet. I'm I'm focusing on the the guest. I just can't multitask. Because yeah. if I start reading what people are talking about in the chat room. You know, I won't be listening to my guest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I can't, I can't, you know, I'm just, but that's just me. You know, a lot of people multitask better than I do, you know? So, I mean, if I could multitask, I'd just have a real job, you know, <laughs> who the hell wants to do that at my age? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, uh, but if, if there is any case of some swan song thing for me, uh, then all I can say is uh, how honored I am to have been a part of this uh, this family. You know, this was like the a family without dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Really was. And if you know, if it's a, it's a long song for this show, I, I you know I enjoyed every every ride. You know, we've been on together. And if, yeah. Because, you know, this and is if, like the big time. Yeah, you know, and if somehow, you know, you know yeah, if somehow something happens and Michael, you know, brings it, brings the show back on, on whatever he's doing, then great, you know, mm-hmm. you'll be, you'll be on here as well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I got to, I got to send an email, see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can do that once we're off the air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Once we're off the air, we got about. We're talking about it. It's kind of a distraction, I suppose, but you know. Yeah, you we you were talking about your guest from last night, the beginning of the show, and Craig, come on, the man, uh, she was sounds like she was an incredible uh, guest for oh, you. Oh yeah, have. boy, she's good. I mean, you know, this is the kind of uh, uh, the best example I could use is like John Edward quality, you know. He was he was he was my guy, you know, because he was always on on all the these talk shows back in, I guess, the 90s. And and I, I always I, I would never miss, uh, you know, whoever he was, uh, Oprah or Dr. Phil or Sally, Jesse Raphael or whoever he guested on or Montel Jordan or whatever. Uh, it, it was uh, Montel Williams, right? Yeah, Montel Jordan had a song. <laughs> I always got those guys confused. But I was—I would never miss an episode with John Edward on because there was a guy, and you know, all all the skeptics and all the cynics went out of their way to tear him down to pieces, and they couldn't. They even had this documentary that he was in from all these people that, you know, were like that one guy who was a magician or something who offered a million dollars to anybody that could prove. Uh, ghosts or, you know, I mean, one of these super, super cynics or skeptics and boy, they threw everything they had at, at John Edward and they could, they couldn't touch him because he was just that good. And I was like, wow, boy, I would love to do that someday. Wouldn't that be something, you know, talking <laughs> to dead people. Most people, you know, especially at that time would look at that and say, you know, uh, it's sinful, you know, it's wrong, you know, we just don't do that. That's not part of our belief system. That's not part of our perception of how things are. This is wrong. 
you know, but I, I was just watching him and, and complete fascination, you know, because there's there's like the paranormal and the psychic world. And then there's the occult, which is different, you know, and most of the stuff that you read in magazines back then before, you know, because it were even in the early 90s, you know, it's not like everybody had a computer yet. You know, it was starting to be a thing, but it wasn't a thing at that time. You know, and uh, so you'd read in books or magazines, uh, and but it was always if they talked about uh, ghosts and spirits or witches or uh, UFOs or extra, it was always a cult. You know, which is different than the other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, because the occult always puts this almost satanic tinge on everything. Oh yeah, you know, you know, it's evil and it's nasty, and that's why we love it. And then they always allude to uh, Alistair Crowley uh, worked with uh, Adolf Hitler back in World War II uh, because he was a real occultist, and so was Hitler. And these guys were finding all these uh, uh, spells and. <laughs> I mean, everything they did was just so deeply, you know, satanic and, uh, you know, hailing and praising Satan and all this stuff. And they were, but they were, uh, in essence, alchemists and magicians and witches, all, you know. Uh, But that kind of put this almost novelty-esque thing on, you know, or you'd kind of have to watch the cult stuff. You couldn't take your eyes off it, you know, because it was so dirty. There's just something so wrong about it. You, you couldn't, couldn't take your eyes off it, you know? Yeah. It really hasn't drifted that far from it. You look at the uh, any of the new paranormal shows that come on, you know, like uh, Destination America or Travel Channel or whoever else. And it's the, the titles get more and more demonic as time goes on, you know? <laughs> it's always a, a demon ate my lunch or, you know, but... The ghost that won't go away or, you know, uh, p- paranormal lockdown are going to chain these people to a wall and take all the lighting away and leave them alone. But make sure they have cameras with them. Yeah. Everything's evil, 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 evil. So it was nice to have an opportunity to, to kind of add a different uh, texture to that. Yeah. You know? The old, you know, ghosts are people too kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because you know, the, the the occultists don't talk about that. You know? uh, no, they don't. Yeah, if you're if you're part of the occult, you're automatically you know dabbling in, in demons and witchcraft and all that other shit that yeah. the, the Christians put it, put labels on. Yeah. You know. But at the same time, you know. You have always, I mean, through your entire tenure as a radio host of this particular program, Supernatural Realm, have, have always really taken uh, kind of a, a, a look that is zoomed out, mm-hmm. you know, so you can look at something, even if, if somebody comes in and it's all about uh, shadow people and demons and, uh, you know, ghost rape or, you know, whatever, and... Uh, you know, and you're, uh, you have the patience to not automatically go there and feed that, you know, but to say, well, anything good ever happened, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, you know, uh, have you ever had any positive income? 
Because look, I, I you know, you talk to a lot of people, but you go to these paranormal conventions, you know, I've gone to them, I've worked at some of them, and, and you always get people who come in and, and especially, you know, they're, they've just started their team or they've had their team for like uh, maybe two years or less. And, and they're so, you know, boy, we go out and we try to come up with all this nasty stuff and, and uh, it doesn't seem like that's the way it's actually working for us. You know, we, we come into contact somehow with whatever, spirit boxes or flashlights or ovuluses or dousing rods or pendulums or whatever. And boy, we're not getting, you know, where you know, people aren't trying to push us, uh, ghosts aren't trying to push us downstairs. They're not trying to suck our life force from us. You know, they're, they're almost nice. And and you get a lot of people seeing that. They, geez, I watch all these shows and they're always so nasty, but that hasn't been, you know, our experience since we started a team. And boy, we could hear that from almost everybody, mm-hmm. you know, a- except for the people who are pushing that, you know. And a lot of the people who were doing that at the time, and some people are now on TV, but but weren't that way at that time you know, who are really going out of their way to push that negative aspect, you know, because it it was, it was like their ticket to fame, (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you will. And they weren't doing it, you know, to, to really learn more about the paranormal or to see how, you know, the, this realm affects, uh, our, our social lives, you know, our lives as people, our lives as humans, you know, it's just, it's got to be negative. It's got to be nasty. It's got to be novelty-esque, you know, I, and because it's all about me, it's my theory, or I'm the one who got raped in the basement of my parents' house by a ghost or, you know, what, whatever. But it was always kind of disingenuine from folks like that. Yeah. And not all of them, you know, uh, and there are, there are some who now have careers on TV that are really good people really good-hearted people even though they are pushing a, a, a negative message you know but you know that uh, they're doing it because that's their personal fascination that's that's what their heart is beaming you know uh, but I just did I, I saw a lot of people that uh, especially people that really pushing the negative stuff that uh, it wasn't about the realm it wasn't about the mystery. It wasn't about the fascination. It was about them and, and how, to, how they could make more money for themselves. How could they attract more attention to themselves? Hmm. You know, how could they get that TV show that they always want? How could they get that ticket to fame? You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I was never in it for fame. You know, didn't even think about fame. Yeah, because the mystery was too fascinating, you know? Yeah. And, and the things that you see up close or the things that you experience or the things that you watch other people experiencing in the room with you, you know, uh, or just fascinating, just completely cool. And how do you explain that? You know, the closest person is Thomas Fusco ever come up with a good explanation to that stuff. You know, and he's been on this show constantly and because that's that's what this show brings to the world. Yeah, and that's why I'm really happy to be a part of it, you know. And we've learned an, a lot from from people who who do have reputations in the negative side of things 
but are really, really good-hearted people. And you find, like a Bill Bean is a good example, because here's a guy that, you know, I mean, if people think of Bill Bean, they think of, what, exorcisms and uh, shadow people and demons and, and things of that nature. But you talk to Bill Bean, and that's not at all what it's about, yeah. you know? Uh, it, it really is. I mean, he has a deep, invested love of the Lord. And he doesn't, he doesn't refrain from that, you know. That's where his heart is. And it's about improving the lives of people who have to go through these things, giving them hope, you know, right. giving them a way out of this, giving, giving them inspiration, you know. And that's, that's, that's a good guy right there. For sure. You know what I mean? You know? And it's uh, always a pleasant surprise seeing that, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm 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 thankful for the supernatural realm, you know. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I've, you know, I, and if this network does come to an end, like it may may have, I, you know, I'll continue. You know, this this radio show will continue. You'll mm -hmm. continue with me. You know, yeah. may not yep. be here, maybe somewhere else, but you'll. It's going to continue somehow, some way, shape, or form. You know. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, and uh, for me, with regard to to mine, I I don't know what I, I yeah. would do, and you know, if if that were to happen, yeah. Because my first instinct is to just hang in, see what happens. Yeah, you know, there's no I, there, I there's no Skype line for the network either now. There's nobody on. Yeah. So I I, I you know I don't know. Yeah. Well, it says you're streaming, so you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm streaming. they're hearing us, boy, I, I you know, <laughs> that's kind of what we're talking about now. I, but you know, it's it's been look, and you know, I have to uh, study this kind of thing, you know. So I've got a lot of uh, astrologers that are my go-to people, uh -huh. some numerologists that are my go-to people, psychics, um, spiritualists, metaphysicians my go-to people uh, with regard to the energies, you know, the, mm -hmm. what, the, what the planets are set up to, to bring us, you know, if there's eclipses coming, if there are gateways, you know, what kind of energies are, are, are predominant now. And uh, big thing this week, it has to do everything to do with Capricorn. I really don't know what that means because I've never been a Capricorn. But uh, it, it's kind of like uh, uh, energies that are potentially sober uh, and serious, mm -hmm. uh, but um, temporarily. Right. Uh, in other words, you know, this is the time uh, for this year, you know, the first month especially, is the time for um, unexpected change, you know. Or things that, that, that uh, come upon us suddenly, things we didn't see coming, that potentially uh, could uh, do some damage to us, at least temporarily. But unlike uh, 2017 or 2016, two years where unexpected change would lead to some rather horrible results and force us to endure things that we just have no business enduring. I mean, there there is a quota for bad, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, but it's not like that this year. These are 
unexpected changes that months from now we will say, well, if it weren't for that unexpected change, I wouldn't be where I am now, you know. So it's that kind of unexpected change. So it's not a scary negative thing. Mm -hmm. It's actually, you know, something that will bring better results somehow. Right. You know, especially for people who are very focused on their goals and have made some very positive things happen with those goals that come to this point where this is really the year of, of fruit, you know, and all of a sudden something, you know, the, there's a snafu that, that comes up uh, between somebody and their goal, you know, right. uh, and, and the, the message is loud and clear from, from all these people that I've been watching that oh. are talking about the, the first couple of weeks of, of 2019. To say, don't overreact to uh, unexpected change, mm. uh, you know, and keep your eye on the ball, you know. Okay. Uh, even if the even if the ball goes in the gutter, and keep your eye on the ball, you know. Uh, think outside the box if you have to, uh, but don't be dissuaded. Uh, uh, don't don't allow it to put you in disarray. Mm -hmm. So this is you know something. See, I wasn't expecting anything to. <laughs> happen to, to, to me per se yeah. but it seems to be doing that so um, you know I just know I mean the whole purpose of my kindness beyond the veil you know and I took, take it very seriously I mean you know that shows in my head all week long you know the introductory right. segment in my head all week long what am yeah. I going to do to make it a little different oh, I know. You know, what kind of questions can I ask this particular person you know, uh, do they have any books that I can read up on, any articles, you know, anything to do, you know, the research, but it's in my head all week long. Mm -hmm. It's been a passion project of mine and where my guides have always said, doesn't matter if you got one person listening or a million people listening, mm -hmm. you know, all that matters is the message and all that matters is that you're doing, Right. you know, uh, you know, uh, the other stuff doesn't matter. I still feel that way, you know. There'll be an outlet for me somewhere. Uh, but again, you know, not going to uh, overreact to any of this information. Not even going to react to it, really. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just, you know, I, I still have that light on in my heart. That's all that matters. Yeah. So, message will come about somehow and somewhere, somewhere. if not. Uh, here, you know, and but it just, uh, yeah, nothing, I just don't, yeah, I just don't, I just don't get the sense that anything's over. It's I just, I just it, don't. It doesn't make sense, really, to me. Yeah. You know, these messages, these posts, nothing really comes together for me. Well, I mean, some of it makes sense, so, you know, there there was a... a I mean, I can't, uh, I can't so, believe that it's over, you know, that's what I'm... That's what I'm yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that that doesn't make sense. But you again, you know, have been producing your own program, so that that you know that may not mean any change for you. Yeah. You know? uh, it'll it'll affect me if it affects any of us too. Yeah. You know, but it just doesn't feel that way. I mean, you know, something feels bigger than that. Yeah. And, you know, wait it out and see. You know? Yeah. All right, I mean, my brother. You about ready to sign off here? 
I I guess so. Yeah. Maybe we could talk off off air a little bit more. Yeah, I guess it's probably more appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to let the listeners know that you know there may or may not be a network tomorrow or later today. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. But at least you know I'll just have to yeah, keep listening. I I do believe that Michael will be on this evening. I mean he you know. I think the 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 message, if I'm not mistaken, because I didn't read it, alluded to that. I yeah. think I'll still be late night in the Midlands at, at nine Eastern. So I think people should tune in if they really want to know. Yep, sounds good. All yeah. right, buddy, I'm gonna go ahead and take us out of here. And uh, if you have anything else to say, uh, closing comments. Yeah, just uh, you know, uh, uh, those of you here listening, we thank you for that. We love you for that. We really appreciate you listening. We may uh, see you uh, tomorrow uh, from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern uh, right here. And we may not. And as for me with Mondays, 7 to 9, I don't know. But no sudden movements on my behalf. Yeah. I'm going to say, you know, worst comes to worst, I'll have a week off or two, you know. Or more. <laughs> or vacation. Yeah. Nothing wrong with a week off here and there. <laughs> That's it. As Chip said uh, to, to, to all the listeners, uh, we may be here tomorrow. We may not. We may be here next week. We may not. But I want to thank all, your, all our, you know, all our listeners for listening to the network, listening to the show, and uh, have a great night. Yeah. Have a great night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>